to the second edition of the Ellie and Oliver show coming live from our flat in Glasgow. I'm Ellie Harrison and I'm Oliver Braid. Hello Oliver. Hi Ellie. Nice How's it going? All right, nice to see you. Yeah, nice to see you on this Friday morning, lovely sunny morning in Glasgow. Um, We've actually had to shut the blinds because it's so bloody sunny, which is it doesn't happen very often. Um so I wanted to actually pick you up straight away then because I think we have to be really and it, in terms of what we're going to talk about today it happened last time and it's just happened again I don't want to reprimand you but that is the second time that you've sworn live on Culture Lab Radio and I think that um, I want to say the R word but I want you to say it because that's what we're going to talk about today so why don't you talk about it okay well what we decided following on from last week well we both listened to our show (laughs) which might be slightly (laughs) self-indulgent but it just helped us to kind of work out how it had gone um, and then to think about how we could flow from last week's show into this week's show seamlessly so last week's show had the theme of resolutions we were talking about new year's resolutions of which this show is one of them um and we're pleased to say that we are back on ends and we haven't (laughs) sorry and we'll be keeping you updated (laughs) on our resolutions i think ellie should have included not swearing all the time on radio (laughs) but i did do a project once where i counted the number of swear words i did for a year but anyway that's a different story. So, um, the theme. I talked about my email detox, which I was doing last year, last week. <laughs> Sorry, I was meant to be doing it for the whole of January. And basically, everybody who sent me an email got a rather rude r- response saying that I wasn't reading or replying to any emails in January because I was detoxing from emails, having se- sent 469 emails in 2011, I thought that I could deserved a month off. Anyway, shortly after the broadcast of last week's show, I sat in my room in front of my laptop and twitchily, almost without noticing, clicked on my email program, which opened up. And as soon as it had opened up, you know, I did it without thinking. And then suddenly all these emails started to download. And I was like, <laughs> I've absolutely messed up my New Year's resolution. So I read through the emails and a lot of them was just junk, obviously. There was one from the GFT, which is the cinema where I work. And I'm a volunteer. I'm a volunteer usher, so I don't actually get paid a penny. Uh, but I do it, obviously, for my love of cinema and free films and my love of free things which are combined <laughs> in this job and anyway it was quite an arsy email saying that um you know if i wasn't going to reply to emails then how was i going to fill out the rotor and all of this so i did get quite upset about this and quite um concerned but then it made me think about people that i have responsibility to and i guess to a certain extent i have responsibilities to the gft as a volunteer so responsibility was a theme that I thought would flow on quite nicely from last week's theme of resolution. So today's show is going to be about responsibilities. And then it got me thinking about, well, I guess in terms of emails, um, all of these people who send you an email, whether once the email has been sent and has arrived in your inbox, whether you have a responsibility to them 
regardless or not whether you've asked for it. Like with the GFT, I signed up for a contract to a certain extent to um, be responsible as a volunteer, um, volunteer Russia. But these people who are emailing you, you don't know when the emails are going to come in, you don't know what they're going to say, but as soon as they're in your inbox and suddenly you have to respond to them. So, uh, but there are people obviously that have more, go on then Oliver, what do you have to say? Well, I, was, I was just thinking that really like, and in terms of whether you have a responsibility to people who email you out of the blue or not, I was thinking that the minute that you get any contact in the world, like I've been sort of questioning myself a lot this week about my level of uh, commitment in terms of responsibility to like fully engaging with people who in sometimes uh, in some circumstances I might think about as actually interrupting my normal flow of talk. Like to what extent do I have a responsibility to, you know, really... Um, kind of make sure that I'm speaking to those people in a kind of accurate and in a way that I'm really engaging with what they're saying, even if they're interrupting me like I just did then. Uh, but I think with all these emails, you know, like the responsibility for me is about kind of um, fully engaging with the life that's surrounding you and really having clarity about the responses that you're giving. And I think that that is definitely... I felt like last week I had some difficulty really defining what I meant by saying I was taking my life more seriously. And I think that that, for me, is a real starting point, like making sure that when I am speaking uh, to people and we're having conversation, I'm not just paying attention in a kind of like making sure that I'm getting through the conversation where like really engaging with them. And because I think that that's really what brings meaning and, and kind of pleasure to both parties if you are really fully engaging in a situation and really feeling what you're feeling in that moment, like what you're actually talking about. So responsibility really then comes down to being responsibility to other people, <coughs> I suppose. It's about... Well, because I... I mean, uh, this... <laughs> I guess with, with, with the emails, it's like with all of those people making contacts, it's about communication, it's about relationships, it's like responsibility to the other people in your life, but I even suppose. Even beyond... People that are in your life, I think you have to split them up into people that you're friends with. And yeah, you should feel really strong responsibility f for like taking them seriously. But I've been thinking a lot, what's my responsibility to people who kind of sometimes irritate me? Like, you know, if someone irritates me, like how, how do I negotiate that? And like, I still have a responsibility to speak to them in a dignified way. And like trying to, I suppose, Quentin Crisp would talk about like real love as being about loving the unlovable. And I think that that's something that's definitely... This week I've really snapped at some people because I'm trying to be more serious and I don't want to like have frivolous conversations. And so if I'm irritated, how can I like be clear with them? But I, and I think that I have to kind of try to find a way to negotiate that in the way that maybe you do with unwanted emails. Yeah, but you do seem very serious, Oliver, now. I'm quite scared about the New Year's resolution. I, I can safely say that Oliver is sticking to his New Year's resolution, and he's not smiling at me at all. He's just glaring at me from across the table. I'm smiling now. In a very, very, very serious way. So I am quite terrified because I have to live with this man, obviously. I just don't want to be a laughing muttley. Like, <laughs> I think la when I was listening to the last radio station, <laughs> just doing this a lot, like... <laughs> over everything <laughs> like what's the point i have a responsibility to myself and to people who are listening like all three of you, you whatever i like, have a very much to responsibility to our twitter followers though do you oliver oh I d you know like this is something we have to take seriously um 
we've discovered today we never really looked at it but we have zero followers on twitter so if you're listening to this and you have a twitter you know i will take responsibility to try and like pay you some attention if you'll just follow us i'm not, you know i don't want to i don't want to beg at ellie and harris at ellie and oliver at ellie and oliver on twitter so yeah, responsibility is our theme. And it's interesting that we, I guess, because <laughs> you'd think that two, both of us, two single people living in a flat in Glasgow, uh, away from our families, I mean, you're an, you're an only child, I suppose. I guess I feel I have a responsibility to a certain extent to my sister. But people might think that we don't really, we're kind of carefree, I suppose. Oh, yeah, imagine. <laughs> Just imagine. But we haven't got any kids. There's more time, I think, to really... But I think that if you don't have those responsibilities, you have more responsibility to be thinking about the world around you and those situations because you don't have these... You know, like, the times that I'm least responsible are when I'm most distracted by work. So if... And, you know, that's regular, but there are other times that I think I should be finding to really, like... I don't want to dismiss people and be dismissive of people with like stupid laughs and like frivolous comments, which I do all the time. You know, I go to like social situations and I don't engage with people properly. And then I wonder why I didn't have a great time at the end of it. And it's really, you know, I thought for a lot of time it was other people's fault, but really it's, it's, it's kind of, you know, it's up to me to do that. There's a f the flip side to responsibility though that I'm not very good at is kind of more worldly concerns. And I would say that that's something that you definitely into more. Well, that's what I was thinking when we were talking about responsibility in terms of other people, because there's obviously a responsibility in terms of your position in the world, your responsibility to the environment around you. And these are things that I think about a lot, because mm -hmm. I suppose, because I'm quite isolated away from my family and friends <laughs> living in this little flat in Glasgow. Like, I guess I do think a lot about my life in very self-contained terms and I guess thinking about the impact of my life and I've got this sort of theory that that you should only um, really have as many objects or, or as many uh, projects or as many things happening in your life that you can as one person take account for and take responsibility for so I'm quite obsessive well I'm quite obsessive anyway but I'm quite obsessive in terms of like I guess not wanting to expand beyond what I'm capable of taking account for. Mm -hmm. So, and I worry about, you know, whenever you buy an object or whenever you buy some food or whenever you buy, if it's an ephemeral object or if it's a permanent object, that you have responsibility for that object. And I'm particularly anal when it comes to food because I think with all of the food that I buy, I take responsibility for making sure that, that food gets eaten before mm -hmm. it's my day and all of these, like really anal little things but obviously food is one thing that I use as a tool um, to indicate uh, my responsibility to the environment I suppose to a certain extent being a vegan so that leads us quite nicely into the first song that I've chosen for today's show and I was felt quite a lot of responsibility when thinking about what to play, as I was saying to Oliver early, earlier, because my music knowledge is completely lame, and um, I don't and I, yeah, and we want to stick to the theme or, or our criteria for choosing music, which is mm -hmm. to choose people, as Oliver so um, beautifully put it <laughs> last week, who are doing it for themselves. Um, and also to choose our friends. So Short Legs, who is a good friend of ours, 
otherwise known as Amy Marletta, who did our beautiful jingles for us. Um, we played her song last week. This week, I thought I would play John Bergerman, my old pal who had to put up living with me for uh, seven years. We're going to play his song, which is themed around the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan. It's called Let's Eat Soya. And it's by Anxie Team, and here we Team. go. Coming out on the 20th of September on the brilliant Hello Thor label. And let's eat. John Bergerman, who Ellie mentioned, is her old pal who lived with her for seven years. And in a way, like, instantly when she said that, I sort of wanted to chip in and think, like, oh God, I'm the new John Bergerman. Like, I'm the new person that lives with Ellie. And actually, when John uh, last visited Glasgow, he did say to me before he left that, like, I had to make sure that I looked after Ellie. And so I think that it's like. Not only is he singing a song about responsibility, but in my mind, he does represent a certain, like, a kind of responsibility um, for for Ellie in a way. And I tell you, the reason that I didn't jump in and say that beforehand was because I was thinking that also, and I was very conscious of talking a lot before, I was thinking, like, one of our responsibilities on this radio show to each other is to make sure that we're really 
sharing the space into it, like, you know, and not just talking, talking, talking about ourselves, like making sure that each person's getting a chance. And in a way, it's quite a challenge because when you feel like very passionate about something and if we're talking about responsibilities um, at the minute I feel really like into that subject so you know I feel like I could talk and talk about it but I know that we have to give other people this room. This is my subject Oliver. This I chose subject. this bloody subject and he's the one that's got carried Fourth away. time, fourth time. He said arsey before. Oh no, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Um, but yeah, I chose this subject, and I just made these notes in my notebook, and then, of course, he's written a re- a, an, an essay. It's because I'm responsible. I'm trying to be responsible for the content. And you're trying to take yourself seriously. You know that, don't you, Oliver? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so... Um, oh, God, no, but I feel... T- I mean, I, I think you do have a responsibility to me, but I definitely have a responsibility to you as your landlady more <laughs> than anything. But like, I've got a responsibility to keep the um, flat... Uh, well watertight i won't say warm because <laughs> sometimes warm sometimes warm. <laughs> sometimes warm but all of those sorts of things but i suppose that you have a responsibility in return as a lodger but also as my friend and sure. sometimes those things get confused a little bit which is yeah. obviously where a lot of the tension i mean i suppose is. i'm not that tied up in the landlord landlady issue or like lodger issue i'm very much thinking about our responsibility to each other as people, and in a way, when your landlady responsibility comes in, I try to counter that by bringing back in the kind of friendship mentality. Yeah. I guess it's like when you buy a flat, then suddenly you have a massive responsibility <laughs> like that you have to sort of look after. And this is what I was <coughs> saying about not wanting to expand beyond your means. And I feel like, to a certain extent, I am. And I think this is a problem as we go through our lives and this is like and uh, everything that I say has a slight sort of Marxist tint to it at the moment because I just joined this reading group um, of reading capital but this this idea of accumulating things and like that's just our natural instinct is to try to um, accumulate and to progress over the course of our lives and that's I think that's just something human about that but obviously the more and more you accumulate the more and more you've got to take responsibility and for. And the more you've got to learn when it's right to strip something away because I think there that's the real responsibility is learning like, you know, like what when it's right to say something. I was thinking, I mean, this doesn't really sound like that at the minute, the way that I'm talking so much, but I was definitely thinking that really I should only speak when I'm sure that what I'm going to say, that there's like a clarity to the rationale of, of why I'm even opening my mouth. Um yeah, removing stuff and not being so just thinking well, that's about me, me, me. I mean, that's one of the things, the ways that I kind of, if we're talking about philosophies of everyday life, as we said, might be the overarching theme of the Only and Oliver show, that I have regular kind of purges, I suppose, of my clothes, of my objects, everything that I kind of own in my life, just to sort of take a check of everything that I've got, and I'll go through my clothes cupboard and I'll just take loads to the charity shop or recycle or even throw away if they're disgusting. And and I think that, I guess a lot of people do do that, but I think that there is a tendency just to sort of build up and build up and build up rather than stripping back at a certain point, accumulating to a certain point and then taking away. If you're building up, though, I think, you know, and if that's really what you feel is the right thing to do because you want all this stuff, then I think that at least you've got a responsibility to make sure that you're utilising those resources 
So at the start of this year, like I color coded, uh, color coded my wardrobe. You know, I've I've got a lot of clothes, but I only wear a very small amount. And I thought at least if they're in just block colors and then black and white, then I can just think like yeah, this and this, and then you know like so I'm not wasting things. And I'm gonna try and circulate my wardrobe a little bit more. But I do worry, Oliver, <laughs> that um. That is obviously sounds incredibly creepy, and I apologise <laughs> to listeners, but I worry that you've absorbed some of that creepiness from me, having lived with me, that you've become well, a more anal person. Well, we're sharing the ways that we approach our lives and adapting them in to fit our own structures, I guess. And and some things I see that make sense, and so I follow them from you because like that's part of like learning, and and I suppose you know part of my project to just be a better person or like to really perfect the way that I think is a good way to live and like the right way to live. Um, but also I dismiss things. Dismiss things that I do. Because I have a responsibility to know my own mind. Yeah. And in a way to work out when I was getting sucked into things because, you know, on Friday I really, I spoke to this person for a long time and actually I'm trying to be genuine but I know that I was speaking w under a lot of influence by someone that in the last week since the last radio show has has really had a great influence on my thinking and my my conception of kind of what I, what means responsibility and seriousness um like the lauren hill unplugged album i've listened to once a day this whole week and the songs are beautiful but the interludes where she's talking about like being freer but also i think uh being a more responsible person for yourself and for your own sanity um have really been influential to me what is it about Lauren Hill for you, Oliver? Like, because he has been going on about Lauren Hill a lot this week, using her as a bit of a guru figure. I just really wanted to speak about her a bit, and really because I think that there's something about that live album. I would say that when I first heard it when I was a kid, I thought like, God, what she done? She used to be so cool, and I couldn't really take it seriously. But now I listen to it, and I listen to what she's saying, and it seems like you know, it's really impacted on me. But I can't. It's just because you're listening to someone speak really clearly about feelings that it feels like they've really thought about, and they're really imparting a message in a genuinely passionate way. You know, it doesn't seem like, because it's just unplugged live when she's talking, like, it seems really real. And I think that if you feel that as a person, and you can convey that, and it makes other people feel that, like, I feel emotional when I'm listening to it, then I think that, you know, she's done something really powerful. Wow. And she's she's spreading a message. She is spreading a message. Oh, she, she was. I know she's been quiet for a while. She's been a bit quiet, but not in this flat. I in actually heard flat, yesterday she's, she's coming back. But she I don't know if that's a rumour that everyone... Apparently she's playing like a festival that Wu-Tang organised. And so there's rumours that she might be doing something. Well, she's certainly coming back on the early <laughs> She is coming back so on the um, So we've got a couple of minutes left, Oliver. And um, on the theme of responsibility, we've covered quite a lot, really, haven't we? We're both um, trying to, I guess, become more responsible people. Yeah. Because of our lives. Like, it's interesting when you said about how the way you approach your life is to constantly kind of think about... I mean, this is very similar to what I do, is to sort of learn things, watch how other people are doing things, and... and uh, take on the things that you adapt. approve of, adapt, take on the things that you approve of and discard the things that you don't approve of. And I think that I'm kind of doing a similar thing. And um, like it ties <coughs> in nicely with the idea of resolutions and how one resolution builds on the, the other resolution. But I don't think, I think that we should forget 
that we're kind of building towards this idea of perfection. Because I think that that yeah, is that's an illusion as well. Fallacy, I think. Yeah. Because I think that as much as you take on um, with these new ideas and these new ways of doing things, there are eventually because you only have a limited capacity to remember things or to and time, limited and stuff time falls by the wayside inevitably so you might hone specific areas of your personality at specific times in your life but other bits will inevitably drop away yeah and maybe that fits nice with this idea of accumulation that you don't it's not possible to like continually accumulate ideas because i think you know like in terms of accumulating i think what's more important is that we accumulate like a, a, a capacity or a sensibility to understand the outside world you know like we spend so much time like now and all the time talking about how we're thinking about ourselves actually what really matters is that we're adjusting ourselves so that we can engage uh, more th out with the outside world and with other people because i think that that's a real reward and i would say that that ties in really neatly like i'm going to present this song by lauren hill um that she never released officially but i know it circulated on youtube for a long time uh i really like it it's uh it's called Lose Myself, and um, yeah, we're we'll just go into it. We're going to play it in yeah. just one second, but I just wanted to say, to conclude, next week's theme will be selected, oh, because we are having a theme for each show, <laughs> by Oliver Sorry after about that listening. <laughs> It'll be me. After listening it's my to turn. the show. My responsibility. So here we go. Here's Lauren Hill. Thanks Let's for listening. what's so amazing about her. Without fear a long time